Welcome to the house. We hope this podcast blesses you and encourages you. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Hello. I am super excited to be sharing with this lovely man here. Um, When Danny asked me (coughs) if I wanted to do tonight with him, I was excited because it's rare that we ever get to share together. Um, So I definitely wanted to take this opportunity. And then he told me that tonight was going to be, tonight's topic was going to be about relationships. And so I definitely um, wanted to get in on this. So I'm going to just dive right in. So I was thinking about relationships and I took it back to when Danny and I first got together. Many, many years ago. And so I was thinking, what did I bring into this relationship? Sorry. (laughs) What did I bring into this relationship? And not, yes, I brought things in emotionally and love and support and all that. But what did I bring in that I didn't express to him? So picture this with me. You have a box, like picture like a crate. Sorry, I'm not fully in. Picture a crate. And in that crate is all my hopes, my dreams, my desires. Mm -hmm. And so it's like what I envisioned of wanting. So you put a house, money, a car, 10 kids, like you put a sports car. You put all these things in your own box of what you want for your future. And so, and each person does this. So then when I got into my relationship with Danny, I kind of came empty handed. I was super young. I didn't know really what I wanted. All I knew that I wanted, um, I wanted to start, (coughs) I just wanted to be happy. I didn't have any expectations. I didn't have any desires, no wants, nothing. But I knew the guy that I was getting in a relationship with, super busy, never home. I knew he was all about worship and (coughs) traveling and uh, music. And so I knew like he would take top priority as far as like what wants and needs are in our relationship. And so me coming into this empty handed, that's just us, but you come into a relationship, just any person, each person has their own box. And so what you do when you get into this relationship, you hand the person your imaginary box. It's not like a physical box but you hand them this box of all your wants and your desires and they hand you theirs and they're not the same thing. So all my, like my house vision, my car idea, my amount of kids that I wanted, like it's all what I wanted. And in his box is all that he wanted. And so it wasn't a conversation on what, we would want together it wasn't a conversation on where we would go and then because you're kind of like um happy in the relationship and it's like butterflies and daisies and you you don't communicate it you're like oh well um we'll figure he'll figure it out he'll figure it out he'll know that i want this 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 and this he'll know that i want to be talked to this way like my feelings need to be treated like this he'll understand like he'll just get it but then i'm setting us up for failure. 
I'm setting us up for long-term damage. And so when we're creating our box, two things that have two things happen. We create our box wanting to recreate something that we've experienced <clears throat> or wanting to avoid something we experienced. Mm. So when if you grew up in this picture perfect family, white picket fence, perfect loving home, then you're going to want to recreate that. But what if the person that you're getting into the relationship didn't have that? Or what if they didn't and it wasn't like what they wanted in their life? Not that they didn't want a good life, but it's not it's not what they had pictured for their future. Or they grew up in a very damaging home and they're like, I saw A, B, and C. I don't want that. I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to repeat this mistake. And so you're going into, into this relationship or marriage with all these stipulations, <laughs> unspoken stipulations on what can and cannot happen or what you don't want to happen or what you can and cannot have without ever communicating that with each other. Yeah. And then I feel like when you start doing those things, there's now reasons why to leave the marriage, yeah. why to leave the relationship, why to leave any any of that stuff. And, and that's really one of the reasons right away when things get hard you're like deuces i'm out this is this isn't this is too much you know you're not understanding my box you're not understanding what i brought to like don't you get who i am yeah you you know who i am and you can't fulfill what i'm i'm out yeah so it's more a relationship that you're getting into what was meant to be enjoyable is now a transaction because Mm. now you're you (laughs) gave this person something and they cannot fulfill what you're asking for. Well, you didn't communicate. You, I, and you didn't you. communicate. Like all these conversations should be conversations that you are having before you even get married. And so getting to know someone like I knew Danny is complete opposite of me. He wants to live in the busiest city on the busiest street, the loudest New street. York. I want to live on a big ranch with my neighbor a mile away. <laughs> like, I want space. Lisa and, and Vanessa, <laughs> Francine smiling, so maybe she wants to do the same too. Like, I knew, like, that was a conversation that we that we had. Like, he loves, like, oh, I love being asleep and hearing fire trucks drive do by. You guys realize, do you guys realize you're sleeping and it's like, eh, 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 move out of the way? I'm like, No. I want to hear crickets and leaves chirp, like leaves swaying. No. Okay. So this was constant conversation for us, but some people get into these relationships and never have this conversation. So it's like, whoa, all of a sudden you want to move to New York. Yeah. Or if it starts getting rough, like, right. Then it's about let, let me prove to you why we need to do it my way. Yeah. So now I want to win. Yeah. And I want to, we're going to do it my way. Mm -hmm. We're going to, we're going to both fulfill this one box. When Danny and I were first, <laughs> like we first got together, he was winning. And it was me realizing I don't have a box. Like I didn't plan for this. And so it was like, okay, what do you want to do? What do you need? How do you feel? Like, where are we going? Like, what do you need to do? And so <laughs> it he was winning, but at the same time, we were losing Mm -hmm. 
like, as a couple, as a couple, I wasn't, I was losing who Dominique was. Yeah. Because I was like, and that's another, that's another way where people, when things start getting kind of weird, then you just conform to yeah. whatever's happening. You know, I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that, but to save the relationship, yeah. let me just conform to what's happening. Well, you know, he's a successful musician. Um, I mean, cause you know, we've talked about it. So I'm not going to bring it up to him because then what if he stops touring or stops playing yeah. with these people because of me? Yeah. So then you don't want to carry that weight with but you. But then long-term <laughs> it turns into, I lose respect for who he is because it's just all about Danny. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm basically living to make him <clears throat> happy and help him push him or, and then I lose respect for myself. And now, now, not, not, not only did you not, you conform, but now you're compromising. Yeah. And compromising so, who you are, compromising your wants. Yeah. You're, now you're compromising, maybe even in the transition of life, you start realizing that you did have some things in the box. Yeah. But you. I had things ex- in the box and I didn't know how to, to express it, express them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I can, and, and let me just say this real quick. You didn't express them because you ultimately, because of what was happening in your environment, you didn't trust. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to say that it wasn't that maybe you didn't trust me. You just didn't trust, um, where we were going. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> it's, it was more like, okay, like in a compromising relationship, it is now just, uh, it goes back to the transaction. Yeah. Like you take care of A, B, and C. I'll take care of D, E, and F. Hmm. I'll be watching you to make sure that you're taking care of yours because I don't fully trust that you're going to handle it and vice versa. Like he's watching (laughs) me to make sure that I take care of mine. Hmm. So it's, it's constantly making sure that each other is accountable but it not in a like uplifting way so then would you say like would you say that we couldn't necessarily in that time be fully intimate because we didn't trust not that we weren't having doing it because we were doing it oh <clears throat> just turn it off and this is where i cringe <laughs> but um <laughs> But here's the thing, though. Intimacy does not always mean sex. Yeah. It's not physical. Say that again. Intimacy, intimacy, Mm -hmm. if I can, (laughs) does not always mean physical. I think intimacy is equals trust. Yeah. You know, when you can be um, completely vulnerable, uh, intimate with someone that they know things about you, you can express things to them, you can talk to them. Uh, I think that's intimacy yeah. and it doesn't always equal, well, uh, let's be intimate in bed. Yeah. And I think sometimes that is what people think that being intimate is sex, but really intimate is trust. Yeah. If, if you can trust me, then we can be intimate Yeah. in a you, relationship, you in cannot, friendships. You cannot fully give yourself to someone mm-hmm. if you don't trust them. Right. Absolutely. And I think, I think in all that people to feel intimate, like you want the respect, you want to feel desired, even, even as friends, um, even if you're a boyfriend, girlfriend engaged, if you're even in in marriage, you want to continue to feel admired and, and, and protected. You want to make sure that you feel defended when things go wrong and, and, 
and somebody said something about you, like, how did you, how did you come from my rescue? How did you put Just me that first? you matter. Right. Like I take, not priority, but at least like, give me something. And, I matter to you. Right. And as we grew closer to God in our relationship, one of the things that I realized um, is that the closer you get to God, the more you understand that your role is to go to the back of the line. Yeah. What is what does that mean? I'm I'm putting Dominique first. So I want something, right? But I'm still gonna put her first. I'm still gonna um, see what she wants because if I do that, the whole point is it's almost like a race. Who can go back more? Yeah. You know, I I'm putting you here. I, well, I'm gonna go back even more because that to me that that's a godly relationship. Yeah. That. I'm sorry. No, it's like if we were in a tug of war mm-hmm. and it's like if we're both pulling on opposite ends of the rope, neither one of us is going to win. Right. Like if he wins by pulling me across, I'm defeated. Right. If And then vice versa. Absolutely. And so it's about putting my side of the rope down and him putting him side of the rope down and then both putting God first and seeing where God takes us in our relationship. Yeah. <clears throat> and so... I, like what what do we know what what have we been talking about we've been talking about this box right this box that we're bringing that we carry all of us carry that box um Dami talked about what were the three points that you said about that we have in the box uh your vision i mean your hopes your dreams and visions your desires desires sorry so you, there's 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 those three things i mean those are three basic things that you you carry yeah. if i if i unmuted you guys everybody here can give me a desire Everybody has a desire. If if we got into this discussion now and I asked who has dreams, everybody has dreams. If I asked um, even wants, yeah. everybody has wants. You know, some of you want to have dinner and you haven't had dinner yet and you logged in here first and now you're, you're here. But I want to dive in a little bit um, and I want us to really pay attention because the Bible teaches us um, when... There's two people that their eyes are just so present and you're just so fed up of fighting and you're fed up arguing. If you're fed, you're fed up that, man, like, when is this going to turn around for me? When is when is all this going to be good for me? The Bible is clear. And let me go to Peter. Peter is my dog. Peter rode with Jesus Peter was that dude that was like, I'm rolling with you, Jesus. He hung out with Jesus for like three something years, like next to him. So when Peter has something to say, I want to know about it. Yeah. Because uh, let me fast forward a little bit. Peter did Jesus dirty. He also did Jesus dirty. But what did Jesus do? He forgave him. He's like, look, bro, come back. We're still homies. You know what? And I'm going to put you in leadership, too, by the way. I'm going to put you in leadership. You're going to you're going to do amazing things. But check this out. It's clear. First Peter 5, 5. It says this. All of you, not just me or Dominique or Genesis or Heather or Lisa or Francine, all of you clothe yourself with humility towards one another. This is like a general principle to everybody. I mean, this makes you go small. This makes you go to the back of the line. This means, listen, 
I'm gonna put you first. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. So what like what would a humble person do? A humble person if I'm if if I want something, and I'm gonna make it super practical, if I want something right now in this moment, but Dominique wants something that's gonna benefit both of us as far as our marriage, humbling myself is to go in that direction. Humbling herself is to go to direction that I'm saying yeah. because it's leading both of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's if we both are trying so hard, it's kind of like competing with one another. Mm-hmm. Like, I want this, right. I want this, I can do this. Right. And then you're giving your person everything that you're asking of and they can't deliver. So then you're constantly disappointed. Right. And so <clears throat> let's go a little bit deeper on, on what Peter's telling us. So again, he says, and all of you clothe yourself with humility towards one another because, so he gives us the reason, right? He doesn't just say, do it. He gives us a reason. The reason for us to be humble is because God opposes the proud. Yeah. All right. Some of you guys may say, well, you know, I'm still kind of skeptical about God. I'm still like trying to test things out. Peter walks with him and and Peter says that God pulls back. When there's somebody proud, when there's someone a little arrogant, God pulls back. This doesn't mean he abandons you. Yeah. That's not what he's saying. It just he just means, okay, um, I don't do that. Yeah. I don't hang out with proud people. I don't hang out with people who put themselves first in their agenda. It's a, it's about team. Yeah. It's we. So that's if you're thinking like, okay. Like, God, I'm going through all these things. I'm, I'm having to face the, these things. My boss is a jerk. Uh, my husband don't pay attention to me. My friends over here are being hypocrites. Like, nothing goes for me. But then, like, you kind of push God. Like, well, I, I'll get to you when I get to you. God, he scales back. Yeah. He scales back and he says, whenever you're ready yeah. for me, then he's like, I love you. I got your back. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be a brat right now, do your thing. You'll come back. <laughs> yeah. And and let me let me finish what what that verse says. So all of you clothe yourself with humility towards one another because God opposes the proud. But listen to this. But shows favor yeah. to the humble. I mean, that's like a moment right there for me okay so what does that mean in your relationship if you humble yourself you're inviting god into your relationship yeah that's what that means if you humble yourself not only to your partner but even to god humility is an invitation to god that's because he's telling us yo be humble chill out relax and and we'll be able to meet and talk oh you're giving me a stiff arm. You're telling me, God, you know what? I don't even really know about you. I'm just maybe attending because Vanessa um, and Sione invited me and she keeps inviting me and I'm just going to show up because yeah. if I show up at least once, then she'll get off, she'll get off my back. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, 
but he's telling us to be humble. Peter 5, 6 says this, humble yourselves, therefore under God's mighty hand. Okay, sometimes I, I used to read like mighty hand, so I was like, man, God's like mighty hand. <laughs> like, you know, but I, I, I slowed down and I thought about what does that mean, mighty hand? It's his covenant. He's covering me. Yeah. So anything that's gonna come, if, if I'm humble and I'm allowing his hand to cover me, there is nothing like they're going to try to attack me. Yeah, that's that's going to happen. It's going to continue to happen. Mm-hmm. But my response is with God. It's now you're under his protection. I'm under his protection. Mm-hmm. And that's to me. I want to be under his protection. Yeah. You know, and then <clears throat> it says this. The rest of it says that he may lit uh, may lift you that he God may lift you up in due time. What does that mean? That means that if I humble myself, if I put myself under his protection, I'm going to him. He's going to elevate me. He's going to take me where I need to be taken. But not on Dominique's time, Mm -hmm. not on dad's time, on his time. And I think some of you sometimes tell me like when I'm having conversations or people are Danny, like I've been doing everything right. You know? I've been, I've been serving and I've been humble and I don't cuss people out anymore because I used to do that all the time. Every time they, every, every time a car would come and, and cut me off, I, I would say a really nice word to them. And now I don't do that. Yeah. I'm letting God, you know, do this and that. But here's where I'm going to ask you a question because Peter makes it very, very, very practical. In Peter 5, 7, he says, cast all your anxieties on him. And who's him? God. That's what he says. Cast all your anxieties on him. This means whatever dirt you have, give it to him. You know, I I like that um, Genesis is here today because something that I've learned from Genesis um, is to not pray pretty. Yeah. You know, like I think for a long time, like I wanted to make sure that my words were articulate and my words were um, soothing to his ear um, because I was I was in need. I was struggling. I was mad. And when you when somebody pisses you off, what's your response? Like you respond with with that anger and conviction. You know, he's saying cast all your anxieties on him. Mm -hmm. So that means come to me. Just come to me. If you're mad, come to me. If you're upset, come to me. He's not saying uh, cast all your anxieties to Dominique. Mm -hmm. He's saying cast all your anxieties to me. So what does that mean? Let's let's that's an invitation for you to unload all your crap to him. Yeah, that's literally an invitation for you to be like, yo, I can't again. This isn't working. No, this isn't working. Help me because I've tried to talk to my boss. And he continues to be a jerk to me. Every time I talk to my husband, he he yells at me for no reason. My friends over here want me to be doing shady things that I don't want to be doing anymore. My boyfriend over here, I'm trying to press in into God and he's like, you're crazy. Yeah. And so for me, that's what that means. So your hopes, your desires, your, your dreams, everything that you have in that box he's telling you 
take it to me first. Mm-hmm. Bring it to me first. Yeah. And when you bring it to me first, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And then when you approach your friends, fiance, boyfriend, coworker, boss, it's going to work out for yeah. everybody's good. So <clears throat> you're asking, okay, Danny, like, cool. So how do we take it to God? Like, how does that even work? Yeah, my lover, take my box. <laughs> take my box. It's it's pretty simple. Prayer. Mm-hmm. And when I say prayer, I mention Genesis. I'm talking ugly prayer. Yeah. I'm talking. Uh, I'm fed up. I'm. I'm mad. Posture. I'm pissed. Yeah. And. Posture, like you said, is everything. I'm glad you brought that up because I think some of you guys have seen people get on their knees. I think you may wonder, why do you get on your knees, right? I'm going to explain to you why you get on your knees. When you get on your knees, you're saying, I'm humbling myself to you. That's why you get on your knees. Not because you don't want somebody to see you pray. You get on your knees because you're saying, Lord, I'm humbling myself to you. Why do we lift up our hands? For me, when I lift up my hands, I'm at that point that I'm just like, Lord, I can't. I can't anymore. It's a surrender. I Yes, I can't anymore. I need to surrender. So I'm humbling myself and I'm surrendering. I'm surrendering to you. When I think about um, a child, and, and stay with me here. When I think about a child, what is, sorry, that's my dog barking over there. Um, a child, when he is in need, when he needs protection, and I'm t- talking about a one-year-old, two-year-old, maybe a three-year-old, you see them, and what do they do? They lift up their hands because they want you to pick them up, right? They want you to pick them up because they want to feel protected. They want to feel love. They want to feel like, okay, there is, there's something missing here. And so when you pick them up, what do you, what, what, is, what do you do as parents? You embrace them. You make them feel protected. So when you're praying, I'm saying, Dominique talked about your box tonight. Of all your desires, all your wants, all your dreams, everything. God is saying, come to me, because if you come to me, I will make it clear on what you need. Because sometimes what you wanted in your box when you were 17, 18, may not be what you want now. Like how many times have we evolved, right? (laughs) And we've come in in those forks in the road. Like what, what do we do so that people understand like our process? For me, I pray about it first because I am awful with my verbiage. Danny is like, let's have, let's circle back and have a professional talk. Let's get this out. And I'm like, yo, this is bothering me. Let's talk about this. So I I constantly am like, Lord, guide me with my verbiage because I'm a mess. For after I pray, then we have conversation. Like it has to be a constant conversation. Yeah. If I'm not communicating with my husband about what I'm feeling, then what are we doing? And I think this is where people begin to 
like step out so they start communicating to somebody else yeah oh they don't they're not hearing me yeah so i'm gonna talk to this person oh they don't understand me so they started talking to this person god is peter talks about the the blueprint it's simple go to god yeah right doesn't mean you can't go to a mentor doesn't mean you don't need you don't need that it means you still go to god first and then after you have that then yes if there's people in your life to guide you that you know that are godly they're going to give you godly advice Mm -hmm. right if you go to somebody who doesn't care about god they're going to say two things you should leave that guy because you're better than that yeah or they're going to say good luck to you figure it out but when you are in god and you focus your relationship in god that box that is i becomes more clear Mm -hmm. it becomes something that you can say okay lord these are my wants these are my needs and what have we figured out in that transaction that when we take things to god there might be things that i felt like i wanted yeah that i didn't even need or that he takes what we wanted and he gives us something so much more greater than we ever thought was possible right first peter five seven cast all your anxieties on him and here's why because he cares about you so tonight I want to close with this and then Dominique's gonna say something real quick think about where you are in life and think about where you have positioned yourself in terms of communication and how you've communicated with your partner with your friends, with your fiance, with your boyfriend. And you're asking yourself, like, it's good, but there's something missing. Mm -hmm. Or it's really bad and I don't know how to get out of this. Or when am I ever gonna get a break? Because it seems like it's one thing after another, after another. God makes it very simple. Listen guys, church, God, relationship, it's much more simpler than us humans make it. He literally gives us blueprints on how to react, respond to things. When you feel that you're not being heard, stop going to somebody and go to God first. Hermana Lupe is not gonna help you. No, she's gonna gossip about you. (laughs) That's all she's gonna do. She's gonna sit there and talk about how- And then she's gonna go talk to another hermana. Yeah, she's like, oh, this is what I just heard about Danny and Dominique. Mm -hmm. Exactly, Dominique was wearing red hair. What, she dyed her hair red? She's a sinner, (laughs) you're a sinner. And that is exactly what happens. So think about what you have in your box. You, You and. I would like for you to kind of like just lead this end part so that we can all think about this. So I want everybody, if you would please close your eyes for a minute and think about your own personal box and what you have in it. And maybe you're single and don't have anything in your box right now. You haven't thought about it. Or maybe you're married and your box is overflowing. What are things in your box that are what you put in your box a long time ago that aren't even necessary now. Yeah. And what are things that are in your box that you haven't given to God and you haven't prayed about? Yeah. And what are things that you have that you still desire, but you have not communicated? I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to ask you tonight that you take it to God. God, this is a desire I have. God, this is a need that I have. God, 
this is something that I want. And and as you continue with your eyes closed, I just want to pray real quick and I want to continue with this thought. And Lord, tonight I just, I come before you, Lord. I come before your presence, your mercy, your grace. And I humbly put myself in front of you, Lord. First of all, thanking you for this space. And two, Lord, for allowing us children to make mistakes and you still love us and you still accept us and even if we have all kinds of dirt in our box you're saying son daughter come to me and we'll figure it out together lord i ask that every single person that's here tonight every desire that they have every want that they have every unexpressed expectation or unexpressed want that they have out of the relationships with friends with boyfriends girlfriends with their marriage that you begin to do something in them lord and as they come to you lord as you say that we're supposed to do as you communicate and make it very simple and say come to me and we'll figure it out that everybody in this community begins to seek you first lord and that they begin to cry out to you just a just a nasty i'm fed up kind of cry help me lord because i cannot figure it out and i begin to proclaim and ask that you begin to do a miracle in every single life that is here tonight that you begin to shift their atmosphere that you begin to shift their mind that you begin to shift where their thought is going and that you begin to have them live in their purpose and that they begin to see that when they go to you, Lord, you are making moves, not because of them, but because of you, Lord. Tonight, we give our box to you. We remove our eye. We become we with you, with our spouses. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen.